Happy Tuesday, friends. Woohoo. It's Woo-hoo. Mom Tips Tuesday. Hi. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Yay. We're so excited. And um, like we are every week, but I always say we're excited, but it's not because we just feel like saying it. It's because we really are. We get excited we- to hang out with each other and just be able to talk through all these mom tips with you guys. And we're, I don't know, all the little tips are always just really um, they're just so encouraging and we just know that it's going to help your family. Yes. Yes. I wish that I would have had these mom tips whenever my kids were growing up. I had mom tips, but I had to collect them from a thousand different places, books mm. and teaching at conferences and those kinds of things. But yeah, I'm glad that they're all written out. Yeah. That makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, well, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We are in Christmas week. And I Mm -hmm. hope that doesn't give some of you anxiety (laughs) as you see all your unwrapped presents that need to be wrapped for your kids Um, or just looking at a really busy week. But we are, we're really thinking about you, really praying for you this week that, um, that you would just feel light and just have a little pep in your step and give, you know, let Jesus give you your energy this week. And just that, you know, when you feel stressed, when you feel overwhelmed, you would just point back to him and remember why we're doing any of it in the first. Why we're doing it all. And, you know, I want to be real for just a second, Crystal. So it's yeah. really funny. So you guys that are listening today, so Crystal and I are doing this over Zoom. She lives in Arizona and Phoenix, and I live in Colorado, and she's in her car <laughs> doing her recording because oh she's been gosh. so busy. It's, yeah. She has five kids, and she's busy, and I know you guys are busy too, but uh, I, you know, I love that about you, Crystal. You're a find-a-way, make-a-way woman, <laughs> and I remember <laughs> oh, whenever I was in Mary Kay, they would say, be a find-a-way, make-a-way woman, oh, and uh, as long as the Lord is ordering your steps, don't do anything out of striving, but uh, you know, right. ask ask God for different ideas. Okay, so you're not going to be home at a time you need to do something. Ask him if there's somewhere else you could do it, or just some other kind yeah. of God idea. I feel like this thing right now with you being in the car with your computer not fully charged and we can we're having to go through it quickly because so your computer doesn't die is actually a god idea because we're getting it done and it's peaceful and you you were able to do the things you needed to do with your children this week you were able to you know work on your priorities and be with your kids and so here we are you're in your car and I just love it I love how you do your life crystal so I just wanted to bring that to thank you (laughs) that's so nice you know I was thinking too about the whole gifts thing. And I was having like a moment where I was, I was like, can I use to my benefit? And so this week I've been like, okay, guys, mom's going to go in, in my room. Um, you know, with my little, with my little kids, that's how I talk with my older kids. They would be like, mom, why are you talking to me like that? But <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go into to my room and I'm going to wrap your some Christmas presents. So you can't come in and don't bother me, but you'll, you're going to hear the wrapping paper and know that, you know, those are your Christmas presents and they do not bother me oh. when I'm in there oh. because I'm <laughs> wrapping presents and they're like, oh, yes, you know, mom's wrapping them right now. And when I come out, they're like, did you wrap one for me? You know? And they're oh. so like, pumped up. And they don't bother me. I'm like, this is a tactic. Like, why have I never done this before? So I was like watching a little show on Netflix. I watched the great British baking show. And I was watching my little Christmas baking show and wrapping presents. And my kids were happy. And 
I don't know. Maybe that's a mom tip this week. I think that should be a mom <laughs> tip. Go get some quiet moments by yourself. <laughs> I love that. My son and his girlfriend, we were all visiting my mother-in-law and uh, they're like, mom, you have to watch the British baking show. It is so wonderful. Oh, it's one of my favorite shows. Oh my I goodness. Mean, it, I love that show. Like a no stress, completely enjoy your time watching TV. And then you want to go bake afterwards. Yes. What can I bake? (laughs) Yeah. Go check it out if you haven't. That's our mom tip. They have a little Christmas one. And it's only two episodes. And it's really fun to watch. Okay. We should probably jump in. Yeah. So So your computer doesn't die. You know, so we are looking as always, these tips are pulled from our help club for moms, the wise woman abides book. And um, so we have one of these for every single season. So if you were to go on our website and you were to look at all of our books, we have them kind of mapped out for you. So we have one coming up in the, that's for the spring, even though as a ministry, we're doing our help club for moms, official book. That's mm-hmm. the green book and um, the study guide. So grab time. both of those books. You guys yes. on Amazon, it's the help club it's for a, moms it's book the companion guide. Yeah. Companion guide. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be going through that in the spring. However, um, let's say you wanted a little extra, you can choose any of our spring books and do those. And that'll take mm-hmm. you through the entire thing. And so take we you through always, Lent. Yes. And that's so great. I mean, it's so it's almost it's impossible to think about that right now, right? <laughs> With Christmas around, like Lent, that's so far away. But it takes you through the whole thing and it's so nice. And so if you just want to go, if you ever go on our website, you can kind of browse through our seasonal books. And there's always something for you there, but that's where these are pulled from. Um, each week we give you mom tips and, um, our hope is that you do one of them. And if you do more than one, that's awesome, but that's a bonus, but that you just ask God, which one he wants you to do and that you plan it out in your week when you will do it. Mm-hmm. That's so um, good. Yeah. So I'm going to read John 15, five, which is our verse for our book. And it's been thread all throughout. And it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And so we're going to begin today with the wise woman builds her spirit. So how are you going to build your spirit this Christmas week? And Deb is going to kick us off. Okay. First, I'm going to say a little prayer. Lord, I know my sweet friend who's listening today is so busy and she's probably overwhelmed, but Lord, I pray that you would calm her anxious heart, help her to be able to listen today. And Lord, that it wouldn't feel like a to-do list or something that she has to do to keep up with it with anybody else. But Lord, it would be just something that you're speaking to her heart about on how to have, uh, do something a little fun or a little, uh, intentional for her Christ-centered home. And so Lord, be the Lord of her home, but give her a moment to just sit and listen in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I love this one. Uh, Take some time to think of something that you want to give to Jesus this year. This is what we do in our home and it's called the Jesus gift box. And we do it at Christmas time when I have all my kids together. So Um, Maybe you've been holding back from giving him every part of your heart. Maybe you want to spend more time with him in prayer or in his word. Perhaps you want to fall more deeply in love with him than ever before. Don't commit this gift to Jesus with your words only. Make a plan to implement it throughout the coming year. And for us with the Jesus gift box, we did it when our kids were little. And I have little, uh, little, little strips of paper in there from my daughter that she would say, 
for this year, my gift to Jesus will be not to argue so much. <laughs> oh my God. And my son would be that I wouldn't be grouchy with mom when she asks me to do something. I mean, a Jesus gift oh. box, something that everybody thinks about and prays about, and you just put it in a box and uh, in a little box. And every year you pull it out and you can review things if you want to, or you could just start fresh and. I've loved it. So you can make a plan or you could just write it out and put it in the little box, something that you want to give to Jesus. What kind of little box did you use? I have a gold box that I got somewhere half off and it's beautiful. It's round. It's, it's, it's got, I mean, it's got a gold bow on it and it, no, it doesn't have a bow. It just, it's got a design on it. It's just very special. You could tell it's a gold box. It's packed to the gills because when people would visit like my grandparent, their kids, grandparents, they would do it. You know, we involved people, my son-in-law, when he was dating my daughter, he would, you know, participate. So I have a record of all these people doing that. Yeah. It's really sweet. I love it. I want to go get a box. Go get a box. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go get my box today. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, for the next one, it's read the story of Christ's birth in Luke one through two. And think of how Mary must have felt as Jesus' mother. Praise God for the absolute blessing he has given you and allowing you to be a mother to his precious little ones. So good. I'm always like struck by Mary. You know, she just she went through a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think she had both like the honor um, and the sacrifice of having Jesus, you know, and that's just a lot. So, yeah, it is. And it was, was it Simeon that prophesied over her that a sword will pierce your own heart? Oh. I mean, can you imagine uh, how her heart was pierced, but she still didn't leave the cross, even though it must have been hard to see. She and she might have been afraid of of a being taken to jail or something. She did not leave the cross. Oh. She was there. She was that kind of mom. So, well, yeah. think about that with any of our kids, right? We would want to, yeah. we would be there. We could not be separated. Even if that. there was persecution, we wouldn't care. We would still do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we would. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. The wise woman loves her husband. Two tips. Two tips. Okay. Why? Okay. So how can you bless your husband during this busy week? Take some time to serve him in a way that is meaningful to him. And I was thinking about this tip and for my husband, it's listening, um, really listening. Like my husband, you know, I'm, I'm thanked by grace of God. I'm his best friend. And so he tells me things that he doesn't tell other men and doesn't, you know, so he, he wants to talk and I like to talk, but I just feel like I need to give him my attention, like with my body, meaning turn to him and look at him in the eyes and really listen to him. And it means the world to him. That's the gift. What about you, about your husband? So Adam's love language is for sure acts of service. (laughs) He's such a, like he makes a list, he gets it done. And he has joy checking off his list, you know, mm-hmm. and I am not that way. <laughs> a list makes me feel like I'm in prison. Like these are the <laughs> things that could be done for the day and I have no freedom. And it is like, I'm so spontaneous. I'm just not, I'm more like that creative. You mind. Are. So <laughs> it's very hard for me to do that kind of stuff. But his whole thing is he wants us to get the house kind of in order before mm-hmm. Christmas week and he he has some good time off during that time. So he's like, babe, let's make a list. I'm like, oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> he's like, let's 
let's make a list of all the things that need to get done. And let's like work this week to try to get them done so that we can just enjoy Christmas through New Year, which is like (laughs) an amazing plan. And I think that it's great. But I do feel like sometimes he says that and it falls on deaf ears because that's not my kind of thing. Um, So I'm glad that we're talking about this tip because I feel like the Lord is saying that I need to, you know, really bump that up in my priority list of things that I should really be focused on. It's so especially for him. It would really bless him. Yeah. Now, if they were making a list about the stuff we wanted to get done, we would have no problem. And it's I feel true. like that that's me. I'm yes. like, yes, let's do this. Then let's do this. Oh, wait, you want me to go through the Christmas decorations to organize them? Are you kidding me? I don't have time for that. But it's because it's not important to me, but I'm, I'm with you and I probably need to do better at that. So I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm going to take that tip. I'm going to take that you know, tip. Right? You're, you, yeah. Go show him an organized Christmas bin or something. Yeah. Look what I oh, did. man. Just organize oh, this. I hate organizing. Oh, okay. Oh, I wish we could like, we could be a little window into everybody else's home right now as they're listening. Mm-hmm. Like what's their thing, right? Like what are their yes. little things? Um, okay. So the next one is pray your husband will know the depth of the savior's love for him. Pray that he will seek Jesus in a new way, a deeper way this Christmas. And I want, I wanted to encourage you guys on this one. I had prayed. I'm not going to say what it is just for privacy with me, and my husband, but I had prayed for something that I wanted my husband to do more for years, years. And I never felt convicted that I was supposed to talk to him about it. I always felt like I was supposed, I was supposed to let God, God's timing really be the thing for him because I wanted God to speak it to him, not me to speak it to him. And only if God agreed with me. Right. And so, um, I think it was like maybe two and a half years, I prayed this one prayer for my husband, like, God, would you please have him be more this way? Not trying to change him. I just wanted something different happening um, in our home. And so anyways, after two and a half years, I remember Adam coming to me and saying, Hey babe, you know, I was really thinking the other day and uh, Deb, I think I told you about this (laughs) and I want to start doing this and this and this in our, in our home. How can, how can we do that? And I was like, I mean, it was amazing because it was completely a God thing because I had never spoken it to him before. And, you know, I think sometimes as wives, we can underestimate what God can do. And I think a lot of times we want that answered prayer so quickly, but this mom tip of praying that your husband would know the Savior's love for him, pray he will seek Jesus in a new, deeper way this Christmas. I think there is so much power in, instead of just, and I mean, my, my prayer is different because I was asking for something specific. Um, and I felt like I was in agreement with God on it, but I think that, you know, if we want them to grow closer to Jesus, the outcome is always that they are leading our family in the way that God wants. And I don't know any, any woman or, you know, any friend that I know who would not want that for their family. So like this mom tip might seem simple, like, oh God, help him grow closer to you this next year. But it's so much deeper and richer and more meaningful than that. This is like, if our, if every husband wanted that, I just want, I want to know Jesus in a new, deeper way. It would change. 
it would change homes, right? That's so good. I think we 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 say, well, I guess I can pray about it. Yeah. As if it was like a right. last resort to pray about something, but that's where the power lies. Yeah. And and Jesus wants us to pray to him and he wants our husband's hearts. That's what he wants, you know, and we want that too. So that's anyway. a, ask if, yeah, that's amazing. You know what I love about you, Crystal, is that you don't throw your husband under the bus. Like, I love that about you. And I love it because I see a lot of like influencers, like down through the years or, I mean, we need to be honest with each other about certain things, obviously, but I I like that you keep things confident because, you know, the Bible says that us older women, me, are supposed to train the younger women to be discreet. Mm. And I think we don't talk about being uh, discreet enough. It's in Titus too. Well, and how, and I, it's, I mean, I know we're going off on a tangent, but I have a, you know, I have a couple of friends who we pray for each other's marriages. And a lot of times we, I don't even know what's going on Mm -hmm. with them, but they're like, I need you. And very genuinely, you guys, it's not like a, a fake thing, but they're like, I am having a very tough, like tough time. We are in um, a very hard season right now. I'm feeling hopeless. I'm feeling this. They'll tell me how they're feeling about what's going on. And they want to protect their husband's privacy, their the privacy of their marriage. And so they don't say exactly what's going on, but that doesn't change for me the depth of, of feeling like I need to be with her and pray for her and check in on her and make sure everything's okay. So I think sometimes it, there, there is, you know, there is a lot of goodness in kind of reserving, you know, protecting your husband a little bit because yeah. I, and, and it won't change your friendship to not disclose everything. I guess that's yes. the encouragement I'm trying to say. A real friend. You can still be a real, real friend. Honest. Right. Yes. A real friend doesn't have to know all the details, but will care about you no matter what. That's pray for you, be there for you. And since I've experienced that and seen that, you know, I don't know. I, I just think that that's, yeah, that's so true, Deb. Yeah. I wanted to read that scripture to you real quick. It's mm. in that, oh, um, yes. it's Titus two. And um, let me see about in the NIV train the younger women to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home and kind, but there's another one. Which one is it? Uh, I think it's the, mm. and, I yeah. Cause it does say discreet, but I think it's the NASB. It's the NASB. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm going to look. Um, no. Yeah, you look real quick because I'm looking too. So Titus 2. See, now we're focusing but, on this. So everybody's you know like, what, well, though? I can't forget Somebody, being discreet. I know. Titus 2.5 um, says it. It says, teach the young women to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God yep. be not. There blessing. it is. Discreet. And that yeah. just means using discretion. I think that as women, it's so easy mm-hmm. because we do get more people's attention when we're just venting and saying yeah. all these things. But God, I don't think God honors it like he does if we have self-control on social yeah. media and are discreet. I just think God honors uh, that. <clears throat> discreet. It says, if you are discreet. You are polite and careful in what you do or say because you do not, you want to avoid embarrassing or offending someone. That's so good. I I can work on that too, though. I can work on it. Like, oh, I do think too, you know, 
somebody out there needs to hear this today because God yeah. is we were not gonna talk about this. No, we had no idea we were gonna talk about this, but I do think that um uh if you are in an abusive scenario, that's different changes it for you. Yeah. This is not get just out. not sharing it because you're scared. Yeah. Get out right away, mm-hmm. go get counseling, go run for help. That is yeah. number one. Now, if yeah. we're talking about, I, oh, I just hate it when my husband does this and this, and it's making it this. And that kind of talk is more of what we're talking about, yeah, you know, or my husband about. is so frustrating to me yeah. or, you know, th- those types of things. And they are, I think everybody knows <laughs> they everybody has issues and we all have issues and our marriages are not perfect. Um, and so it's no surprise when, you know, even if a husband says like, oh my gosh, my husband, or, you know, I'm having such a hard time right now, you know, wives before even knowing the issue can be like, oh, I get it. You know, yeah, we know we all marriage get is it. hard. Yeah, and and another really thing, don't, don't ever let your husband hear you venting about him. Like yeah. be really careful. I think that we need to be careful with our tongues. Mm-hmm. Our tongues have the power of life and death and whatever fruit that we want to eat is what we should be speaking. Mm-hmm. So if we want to eat good fruit in our marriage, we should speak good things. And yes, we, what is, oh, Ruth Graham. Oh, love her. Yeah. Uh, talk to God about the bad and talk to your husband about the good. And yes, we talk oh. about issues when they come up, but she said that about yeah. Billy Graham. Talk to God about the bad and talk to your husband about the good. And do you know what else she said that I love? Oh. There's a time to quit submitting and start out witting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my There's gosh. a time to quit submitting and start I out witting. Anyway, I love her. So yeah, just a little tip to don't do yeah. that about your kids either. Don't let your children hear you talking about them in a yeah. negative way. Just yeah. be discreet. You know, my teenager too will say that to me. She's like, mom, please don't talk about me to your friends. Oh, yep. And she'll say it. So, you know, and, and I do think about it a lot. Like I'm not going to say, or if I'm having trouble, sometimes I won't say which child I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm having a thing with and try to protect that too. But, you know, our teenagers, I think, especially little kids are a little oblivious, but our teenagers, especially really don't want us talking about them. They don't want us talking about them. Yeah. In a negative way, right? In a non- constructive way. Okay. We're going to keep going next. Okay. The wise woman loves her children. So Deb, do you want to, okay, my turn choose to show your children the love of their savior in an even greater way this week. The week of Christmas can be stressful with many events, preparation, baking, cleaning, or traveling. When you feel frustrated, don't speak, pray. Oh, that takes so much Mm. self-control. God will give you a peaceful (laughs) spirit and words of gentleness for your family. And you know what I think does really help, uh, you know, I've been humming a little bit and I feel like, uh, and breathing, of course, whenever I start to get frustrated about something, I just take a deep breath, a few of them. Um, but I've been humming a little bit and, uh, they say that humming is actually really good for you. Hmm. Like it's good for your senses. It's good for, you know, and it's anyway, so maybe I'm thinking the kids humming. might catch on to that. I like, know. And then they'll be like, mom's coming humming again. <laughs> We better get mine. <laughs> but no, but that's so good. I mean, there's you have to do something. You know, I I just see here I am gonna be discreet. I had an uh, instance with one of my kids this this week, and it was, you know, one of those moments where they were having a, an attitude that was not not good, and it was right in my face, and I was needing to everything in me 
just as a person wanted to freak out and yell at them (laughs) and just, you know, kind of lose it. And I, I did what you said. I just took a huge deep breath. And I kind of pictured too, because I didn't want to freak out. I pictured with my breath on like the downward part, it like going down so that it, and even like the issue going downward so that I brought it to a lower place Oh, because wow. it felt so big, you know, yeah, I teach birthing classes. So oh. that might actually be why I do that kind of stuff. I like have to teach these moms how to deal with all this pain. Right. But you know, kind of taking the issue down lower. So it didn't feel so in my head and ready to come out, but I do think that really helps. But I mean, I'm telling you that worked just that one huge deep breath. And I was able to say something I wanted to say versus it being one of those explosive mom moments, which I've had those two. So I was happy. That's so good. And I love that you teach birthing classes and I wish you were around whenever I was having my kids. Oh, you know what my husband. I'm says? teaching one tomorrow, and it's all these sweet new mo- new parents. So it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> so do you want to hear something really funny? And and it's probably pretty embarrassing for me to show this, but it's kind of funny. So he <laughs> said that my births are like this <laughs> because I didn't have a crystal quarter, and I was a very anxious mom. He said that they're like this, <laughs> and then uh, that I would. Like, I guess, I don't know if all of you guys have little accidents. I would have a little accident and then I would go and go to sleep. Oh my God. Like every contraction was, ah, and then I would have a little accident and then I would go to sleep because I was on pain medicine. I didn't do, I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to push them out. I just, it was horrible. So yeah. I'd have two C-sections. Where were you, Crystal, when I needed you? But <laughs> But you weren't even probably, you were like a preschooler, but anyway, but that, he always <laughs>, laughs about it. And he's like, ah. <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. See, so I tell my, my husband, thing. like, I don't want to know what you thought of the labor. <laughs> I don't even, I wasn't even fully even there, you know, like yeah. I was in another world yeah. having my baby and I don't even know what you were witnessing. And if there was anything bad, I don't want to know about it. I wish I didn't know about it. <laughs> oh, that's too oh, funny, Deb. I love funny. that story, yeah. though. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and so I would I... love to see you do it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, your turn. All right. So uh, next one in Loves Her Children. Act the story of Jesus' birth this week with your children. You don't need fancy costumes or a script. Read the story from either children's Bible or the first part of Luke and let your kids take control of their props and acting. This type of playtime will make the true meaning of Christmas even more real to your children. You can even do this with the older kids. It will likely turn out much more humorous, but what a meaningful way or a a meaningful family tradition to start. And I did think this probably works better with young kids realistically Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because they just want to dress up they want to play the part you can say beforehand where I want you to act out a story who wants to be Mary we need a baby for Jesus and we need you know who wants to be Joseph and go put some clothes on and you know get them all excited and I was thinking a way to bring the older kids in is have them just be the audience force (sighs) them to watch because oh. I think even that you need an audience. And if this is going to captivate the youngers, you know, at least the older ones will sit in there and laugh at them. And, you know, that kind of thing, if they don't feel like participating, but it's really, really cute. No that matter is what. So cute. I love that. Yeah. Okay. We are our last two tips. Wise woman cares for her home. 
Okay. I love this one. I did this one all the time. Try to have short 15-minute family cleanup times during daily throughout this week. Your house will stay relatively clean and you will be able to enjoy some rest during this Christmas week. I love Mm -hmm. the 15-minute pickup. My kids did not always like it. I would turn on music. I set a timer and I'm like, just do it. Everybody goes, picks up everything everywhere. Just go, 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 go. You know, just pick up. Don't, I don't care whose stuff it is. Just pick up everything everywhere. Just go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we do sometimes is to make it feel really short. I do three minute timers. I'll do it for 15 minutes and I put three minute timers on and we spend three minutes in five rooms. So only three minutes and I go in there with them and we all work together and it feels like nothing. It feels like, cause once the three minutes is over, it's like, we're done. And wherever that room was is where it stayed. So if there's still a couple things on the ground, that's okay. That's like something I can grab later, but a huge majority gets done and we're, and I feel like if mom's in the room, they're working harder. Oh like, yeah. Like, she's watching us. So those three minutes are like crazy effect. That is amazing to go through your like rooms only like that. three minutes in each yeah. room. That's it. I'm setting the oh, timer three minutes. And love so, it. I mean, we'll get a room vacuumed in three minutes sometimes because oh. it's like, we'll bring the vacuum around with us. So it can, that 15 minutes can pack a punch for sure. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Take some time to really sit and soak up all the ways large and small God has provided for you and blessed you this past year. The greatest of which is the gift of Jesus. Wow. And I just wrote down here, write it out, put it somewhere, share it with your family, have them contribute to it, but write it out somehow. I really love, maybe I'm going to do this year for Christmas, but you, you can get like butcher block paper. Like you could just oh my on and, stuff and put it on the table and maybe that's your table cloth. And I know that that's not as pretty as other things could be, or maybe leave it on there for a time. And just write out all the different ways that, um, you know, soak up all the ways that God's provided for you and your family and have them write some down too. Really that is nice. such kids a great idea. Large and small kids love doing stuff like that. I wish I would have done something like uh, we had St. Lucia Day this Tuesday and it's so much fun. And my, 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 <laughs> it was kind of funny because my son had this Christmas party with his friends that he wanted to go to on, on a Tuesday night, but it was St. Lucia Day. And he was like, oh, mom, is that St. Oh. Lucia Day? But he told his friends it's Deb Lore. That's what he calls it, Deb Lore. <laughs> He said that Deb has lots of lore and I mean, it's funny, but but I was like, my grandkids, like they're so little. I'm like, I I just barely, I got the crown on my head and I sat down and I looked at them and I go, okay, there was a girl. I made the story really short because they were wanting to get out of their high chairs. And I mean, the day was fun because we wore the crown around, but I think it's so good when your kids are little, you just say a little something here and there and, and the butcher block paper, writing something that they can, what you're doing, you're layering. You're layering right. uh, uh, a wonderful walk with Christ. So little layer, you write out something on a butcher yeah. block. You you let them wear a crown on St. Lucia Day and talk to them about bringing light to the darkness. And, you know, you, they're layers with your children. Yeah. And even when they're little, they're, but it makes a beautiful childhood. It makes a beautiful Christ-centered home. And it makes a beautiful faith for your children over the years. Well, and you saying that, I was last week, I'll, I'll say this and then we can end the podcast today, but I was thinking about, uh, we were talking about Jesus and I was telling them the story. We were talking about the Christmas story and just that we're a part of God's huge story. The Christmas story is a piece of everything and such a huge part of our faith. 
And that's why we take time and set aside time in our year to focus on that, to think about that. But um, I remembered, and, and you know, so I, anyways, I was telling them about guys, you, we get to be a part of God's faith story right now where we don't, we don't see God. Our generation doesn't get to see him physically. Other generations did, we don't get to see him physically, but I think he thinks we're pretty special because we have to believe in him without seeing him. Yeah. And I think he probably for those believers gets like really excited about them because they still believe even without seeing. And so anyways, we're talking about all these elements of understanding that Christmas is a part of a huge like love story that God has for us. And I really had like a flashback to when they were little and exactly what you're saying right now, where I was trying to kind of be so philosophical about Christmas. <laughs> Hello, little children. Today, we're going to hear this grand story and I want you to have a response and I want you to love it and I want you to pay attention. And it was like, you know, I, I had to learn the hard way. They're not going to sit there for that. They're not going to even understand everything I'm saying. They're going to take away one thing and their little one takeaway might be like, you know, baby Jesus was in a barn, you know, or something like that. Like (laughs) it's just not, and it wasn't like the profound thing I was trying to say. So I kind of had to simplify it over the years. And I love what you just said, the layering effect, because now my kids are, I have, I, you know, middle to older kids now. And when we sat down and we had this conversation the other day, the outcome was my kids on their own, my older kids saying, mom. And you know, one of my, one of my daughters was like crying a little bit. Cause she just couldn't believe, like, she was so excited that maybe Jesus was going to come back and that we get to be a part of the story and all this stuff. And then my one, you know, then the kids couldn't collectively agreed. We don't care what we get for Christmas this year. We are just, we are just really happy about God. And even my daughter who has a really hard time with that, you guys, <laughs> she, <laughs> last year, she cried over some of her gifts. Like, and I'm saying this is a big deal. And I want to be real because it sounds like, oh, what a nice story. They cried about the Christmas story. No, last year she cried because she was like, like, why did you get me these gifts? <laughs> it was like so bad. And it was like, anyways, but she was the one who said, mom, I'm, I want to make it a thing where I am not going to care what I get for Christmas this year. I don't even want to think about it. And it was like such a big thing for her little heart to say that because she cares about she and she does care about all her stuff too. Like she cares about the things she gets. So anyways, I'm just saying all that to say the layering works. Mm -hmm. It might seem small and it might seem like you're doing a little thing, but the more, and I think the consistency and not giving up, even when it didn't work. So like, let's yes. say your late St. Lucia day didn't work at all, Deb, right? I lost my diamond day. that day too. Yes, you lost I lost my diamond out of my ring oh. on St. Lucia day, oh but I didn't let it. God was like, don't let it bother you. Just keep going. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's like, even if not, yeah, if, if it all didn't work out and it's okay. Cause the next okay. year they might remember a tiny bit, like, remember that weird day we wore crowns? you know, but then the next year it made a little bit more sense. And then the next year. So, you know, be encouraged by the layering moms. I think that it's going to make a really, it'll make a really big difference. And your consistency to sharing Christ with your kids is going to pay off and they might go through a, a rough time, teenage years or whatever. But I do think that the moms who are consistent with their kids about this, the kids always come back. They do. Don't come you think back. that? I do. They always come back. 
Yeah, they always come back and laying that foundation. And if you're just coming to Christ just now and your kids are older and you've never done anything with your kids, don't sweat it. Just just start yeah. where you are now. Yeah. Just start where you yes. are now. Yeah. There's no, it is never too late to learn it's about that. It's never God. too late. I you even think about 85 years that's old. That's right. You know, your like, kids. it is yeah. never too late to learn Never too late. That. No, because yeah, it's just the fact that they know that you believe. I just yeah. don't think that we realize the power of a believing mm-hmm. mom. We should write a book, Power of a Believing Mom. <laughs> oh, I like Ooh, that. Yeah, you write that down. <laughs> I'm gonna write it down. But uh, but just think about it. Like like all you have to do is, guys, seriously, God rewards our mustard seed size faith. Yeah. And if we just keep going, keep yeah. standing in faith, keep talking about Jesus, then we love him and keep, you know, keep asking God to clean out your heart. And, you know, just meaning if you're, if you're have a bad attitude about things, so they're just killing out my heart, help me to keep walking by faith. I just really think you're going to see the beauty of the story someday, but you're not going to see it now, <laughs> but you'll see mm-hmm. it later when later on, and we'll know for sure in heaven. So yeah, this was awesome. Okay. Do you want to pray for us? Yes, I would love to. Okay. Lord, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for this part of your story that we celebrate every year that we set aside. And I pray that um, every single mom who's listening can just feel your spirit this week. Mm -hmm. Let it lead her and let it guide her. Let it help her. And that's what you say. You say that your Holy Spirit is our helper. It helps us. And so I just pray, God, that she would lean into you as much as she Mm -hmm. can this week. Um, I pray for each and every household that is represented here today. Um, I pray that it would become more Christ-centered, that when people walk through its doors, it would feel like a safe haven. Mm -hmm. It would feel like your spirit is there Mm -hmm. because it is there. Um, God, that you would help these moms who are listening to um, shepherd and guide their their families, their kids, their marriages, mm-hmm. um, in such a way that just honors you, pleases you, um, and helps other people to gain hope when they interact with, with them, God, because I know that wherever your spirit is, there's light and there's yes. freedom. Peace. And so God, when peace got in, so yes. people are around believers they get filled up with what we have and they want it, God. And yes. so I just pray that um, for each and every home um, of all the moms who are going to listen to this today, I just pray that um, that would be their focus this Christmas week is that as people walk into their homes, they feel the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, and that is what, and, and that they ask questions, God, help us to be your light, help us to be um, witnessing to others and um, and I just pray for all these sweet kids for their Christmases. I pray that that they'd have a great Christmas day, whether there's lots of presents or a little mm-hmm. presents. And um, I just pray that whatever we have, if we have um, very little to give or if we have a lot to give, God, that none of that would matter and that we would just re-emphasize to our own selves and to our own families the gift that you are this Christmas. Yes, Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name we pray all these Amen. things. Amen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope and, uh, it's yes, it's, and then I want to tell you guys that we do not have any mom tips Tuesday during uh, like the week between Christmas and New Year's. We are actually closed, oh. except Jen made a little bonus, uh, uh, little bonus time that's going to come here on the podcast for you guys to worship. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, I'm so so that's the only thing. Yeah. And I actually did a little quick uh, Christmas prayer for you guys, but 
but then we're off, but then we will be back for mom tips Tuesday, uh, after new year's. So I think yeah. it's Jane. Yeah. It'll be right after new year's. So we love you. Merry Christmas. You. you matter. God loves you so much, you guys. And, uh, he sees you and he hears your prayers and he's going to help you through whatever you're going through right now. Just keep going, ladies, keep going. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all right. We love you. Have a great Christmas. Okay. Bye. Bye.